it's gonna be a really neat behind the scenes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Because something always magical happens. Wait, what? Did you just make that up? Hey, it's Meredith For Real, The Curious Introvert. Listen each week as I talk with someone new. The topics are as ADD as I am, but they'll inspire you to stay curious and grow. Big thanks to our location sponsor, the UWF Historical Trust. Five reasons you should start over. Hey, Curiositors, it's me, Meredith. Actually, it's just me today. I asked you what you'd like to hear from me, and here we are, talking about why you should start over. I'm going to share insight I've gained from starting over, helpful hacks to successfully have a fresh start, and hopefully they'll be helpful. Thank you, Jeffrey Waters, for this topic suggestion. So if you're looking for a fresh start, adding new people with new and different life stories can add a lot of perspective, perspective that you could have been needing all this time. And certainly that's what this show is about. So if you're new here, I'm really glad you came. And if you're returning, I'm glad you came back. Every week I normally talk with the most interesting people that you've probably never heard of, most of which are a paradox or defy category, and all who bring a personal development value to help you stay curious and grow. So I have long equated quitting with failure. You know, there's no try, only commit. And once you commit, you don't quit because you're too legit to quit. Winners never quit. I don't know. Does any of this sound familiar? But I'm not talking about that kind of quitting, the whiny, wimpy version of quitting when you give up when the going gets tough or like that flip-flop flaky version of jumping from thing to thing. I'm talking about making a switch when you know what you want, you're living with intention and starting fresh with faith that the next thing is actually going to be an upgrade. So reason one that you should start over is you can't actually progress without it. Starting over isn't the same as giving up. After all, it's starting over. It's starting again. It's changing. And you can't progress without change because everything changes without you anyway. (laughs) The dynamics of relationships, leadership at your job, and certainly what you want changes. So why are we so afraid of starting over? Weirdly, I think it has something to do with the fear of death. (laughs) I feel like death and, and starting over are close cousins. We mourn the end of an entire life and we mourn the end of a season. And it's so easy to get stuck there. But in the end, we all start over, we all die, our bodies go back to the earth and support new growth. So reason two, you should start over, it makes room for new growth. If your life is overcrowded, there isn't room for new. So I'm a plant mom. And last year I noticed I was having a really hard time pruning. I ended up having these awkward leggy plants that only looked great if you looked at them from one angle looking down because any other view would show how much I let them stretch. Now you might be thinking, oh, Okay, we're, we're doing gardening analogies now, Meredith. You know what? Yes, yes, we are. Geriatric millennial mama is here today. So sit down, kids, and take some notes. Now, I was hesitant to prune my plants because, honestly, I was insecure about my ability as a gardener. I was afraid that I, if I clipped something off, nothing new would grow in its place. And I assumed that everything I could see with my eyes was the best it was going to get. But here's the deal, how you do some things (laughs) 
is really just how you do most things. And for me, gardening, it's not just gardening. I have a hard time letting go of good for great. I tend to look at things from one perspective and go, yep, that's great. That's the best angle and I'm doing good. But the truth is pruning takes practice and it's one of those trust building muscles that you got to use it or you lose it. So if you see me outside pruning and I have like a furrowed brow and my pruning scissors, just know I'm doing deep, serious inner work. <laughs> so making space allows you to realize that what helps you realize what you actually want. Asking yourself what lights you up. If your life is overrun, you barely have time or mental energy to assess where it is that you're going and years could go by before you realize it. So making space is really important. Prune that shit back. Reason number three, you should start over. You'll realize that you're more capable than you think you are. Starting over is really about facing your fear. It's about it taking the trust that the world is a big place with lots of people and resources and opportunities that will grow in the place of whatever you're doing now. Starting over also takes faith in yourself that you will grow into the new thing, the new career, the new opportunity, whatever it is. It's tempting to stay with the same friends, in the same town, in the same shitty job, etc., because our brains have actually been calibrated to that dysfunction. Humans are actually really amazing creatures that way. We're so adaptable, but adaptation is just about survival. We have a higher level ability, which is to think about what we're thinking about. Because starting over, a lot of the times, starts with our thoughts. Reason number four to start over, there's more to gain. It's not all about removal. Have you ever not liked someone for so long, you actually can't remember why? Maybe a fresh start means getting to know the current version of each other with the understanding that you may still not really like each other, and that's okay. But maybe it's worth exploring. It could also mean adding a new idea to your life, a new group of people, adding a healthy routine. I mean, if the idea of starting over freaks you out so much, try adding more of what you want and see what feathers it ruffles. Who or what protests? Maybe it's time to prune. Reason number five to start over is it will benefit your mental health. I think chemically, our brains get stuck in a dopamine loop. You know, they're trying to problem solve how a past relationship or like a job, how it could have been better, lasted longer. We ruminate, making ourselves not present with the ones we're with. So in this example, I'm talking about you physically have already started over, but mentally you're still watching those reruns. Starting over takes place physically, but just like being stuck, it's a mental status too. I mean, if you physically started over, love the one you're with, your partner, your job, your body at its current stage of fitness, whatever it is. Don't miss out on being in that space because your head is somewhere else. Starting over for me initially happened when I got divorced and then nearly every day after that as I refigured out who I was and what I wanted. I pruned friends, relationships, and even my home state. I moved from Nebraska to Florida. Now with a career change, I again am starting over every day, asking myself hard questions. 
Now, all that I've shared with you today may feel like a lot to chew on, so I'd like to share some of those questions that I use with you because they might be more immediately memorable. And then if you would like a written summary of all the tips I shared here today, you can get them via email by texting REAL to 66866 if you're in the U.S. or going to MeredithForReal.com if you're elsewhere. Okay, so six questions to help you think fresh. Number one, does this person, experience, place, or idea feel warm? This comes from a game I used to play as a kid I call Hot Hot Cold, where your friend would pick something out of the room and you move toward it. You just feel warm when you're vibing with the right thing. Number two, what is my intuition telling me today? What's that idea, that person, that thing that keeps popping up every day and kind of nagging you? Next is, how is that different than what is on my to-do list? Number four, what, how, what can I do today? What can I do tomorrow that would make it better than today? And number five, what can I do today that I've been saying that I would do? And lastly, how would it feel if, and then fill in the blank. So that one's really fun because it's literally very open-ended. How would it feel if I sold everything and lived in an RV? It's basically a great way to have thought experiments. And so experiment with those. And remember, you can do it. You've got one life. Don't stay in relationships just because you're afraid of what people will think or that you think you can't do better or stay in, don't stay in jobs that you've outgrown. Don't stay in the town that you were born in just because you're afraid of the unknown. Your person is out there. Your, your people are out there. Your opportunity is out there. Whether you start over completely or just in one area of life, that's all you get, one life, one life, friend. <laughs> so no one comes to the end of their life and says, gosh, I wish I played it safer. It's better to have some funny stories of things you tried than that deep cutting regret of things left unexplored. So go explore, stay curious, and grow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And thank you to the UWF Historic Trust for letting us record there. I know this episode was shorter than normal, but I hope it packed a lot of value for you. I'm so, so grateful for all of you who listen and for your feedback on wanting this episode topic. So I would like to get to know you more, whether you've been hitting play since day one or you're checking things out for the first time, I'd love to have you pop in on my next Zoom Room Mingle where I can meet you and discuss episode topics. There's a link to save your spot in the show description and on my Instagram, which is Meredith for Real. So just fill out the survey and boom, seat saved. And if you really liked this episode, you might also like another solo episode I did about natural mental health hacks. It's episode 63. Stay tuned next week when I talk with a former cult member who made a movie about his awkward adolescence preaching door to door and how he recovered from the community's extreme purity culture. Talk to you next week.